Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Baker, Reagan, <laughs> May Field. You it. are so sad sometimes. What can you tell us about Baker Mayfield tonight? I bet money that he's going to play in. Let's just go through his week. He requests his release from the Carolina Panthers, lands with the Rams, the only organization to place a waiver claim on him. Gets here Tuesday, comes straight from the airport, goes to the facility, practically spends the entire night at the facility. On Wednesday, threw it better than any other quarterback. In fact, I had a Rams coach tell me a minute ago, it was the first time I've seen somebody who could actually throw the ball since Stafford got hurt. So he was actually throwing the ball very, very well. Seven receptions, 90 yards. None bigger than that one. Second and 10. Mayfield to the end zone to Jefferson. Is that possible? Touchdown. Brady and Baker Mayfield. When's the last time they were mentioned in the same sentence? But you had to root for Baker tonight. I think from this point forward, anytime you mention Baker, you should also simultaneously mention Tom Brady. Set, go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Jesus, God, I am going to have to let this guy hijack the show. (laughs) Baker Mayfield, I mean, he's been with the Rams for 10 minutes and he, and he won, he won, he went 90, Stone, go off. (sighs) How you guys doing today? I'm doing great. I have this delicious sub. Thanks to Baker Mayfield's incredible 10-second win last night. In, so I'm thriving. Listen, check this out. So in the same week, <laughs> in the same week where we get on this show, topic A on Monday was commending Mr. Aaron Judge for, for, for doing what? Betting on himself. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. On the same week where we get on the show mm-hmm. and commend... Uh, Oh, that's right, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, right for doing the inevitable. Sixteen three. I I think he was down, yeah. right? But yep, he, had, yep. he he had some timeouts left. <laughs> oh he, my he, God. he Did didn't he? he didn't have to go ninety eight yards. Uh-huh. No, he didn't. So in that same week that we're talking about betting on yourself, giving everybody their flowers. Yeah. Get me getting on the airwaves yesterday, right? Saying that I had hope, saying that I think this line's low enough that I think Baker Mayfield could do this per se. He goes 10 of 15 mm-hmm. in the uh, fourth quarter of that football game last night. Mm-hmm. He's 140 yards in the fourth quarter last night. Mm-hmm. Goes 98 yards. There was no other team in the NFL in the past 45 years that won a game mm-hmm. that had to go 98 yards mm-hmm. in under two minutes. Well, who did that? That would be Baker, Reagan, <laughs> Mayfield. Baker, Reagan, Mayfield went ahead and did that. Put the world on notice. You heard Michael Smith. I played that audio earlier. I put that thing together for us today because I've been excited for, for this show so much, so much. In a month, in, in a year, 2022, where we just pound this guy into the sand, he just warms everybody's hearts. There's not a negative thing out there on Twitter. There's not a negative thing out there being said on radio. It is all flowers for bacon. 
Baker Reagan Mayfield. I, I've never been more excited waking up in the morning. <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night. That my man gave every single person out there the double birds. <laughs> Most importantly, Mr. Ken Lavica, mm-hmm. who's called this guy soft, mm-hmm. who's called him done. There mm-hmm. are highlights running right now where he's throwing ropes. He had plays 1 through 44 on his play band. He don't even know what he's doing out there. Has no clue. But he does know how to play the damn sport of football. He is a gamer. That was his thing coming out of college. He was mm-hmm. the number one overall draft pick in 2018. Sure was. I've said this for weeks. There's no such thing as mediocrity. It doesn't exist. In the realm of pro- professional sports, it's about opportunity. It's about timing. It's all of those things. It has nothing to do. Every single one of these guys can play ball. Mm-hmm. So I'm just glad that he went and did this. Hopefully this is a turning point in his life and most importantly his career in the NFL. And yours. And mine, most importantly, because I rock out with these guys for this exact reason. For him to go do that with no timeouts, less than two minutes, 98 yards for a really, really bad football team. The 3-9, now 4-9 Los Angeles Rams. I've never been more happy. Well, I have been more happy, but I've, I haven't been this happy in a long time in my entire life. This is good stuff right here. This is why you play the game. Mm -hmm. This is 100% why you play the game, right? This is why you don't get up. Every cliche I could throw out there pertains to this exact situation. That's all I got. Ken LeVick alive on a Friday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers off of the sparkly and shiny intercoastal. Stone Lebanowitz, inseparable. Friday Night Lights, he is the Radio Life partner, maybe not after today, and he runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And joining us on Friday once again, she is the Dominican Queen. She is thrilled that Stone, under his own volition, Mm -hmm. celebrating Baker Mayfield's triumph last night, has bought us lunch. Uh, She is Jeanette Javier. I mean, I hope Baker Mayfield wins more if I get delicious food during... Shows. That's so, right. So Stone Stone he bought us in celebration of it. It does not take much to get to Jeanette's heart, and Stone has found it. Um, so so Stone celebrating Baker Mayfield's career extension. I don't know how long, but it's definitely extended another game. He last night told Jeanette and I, "I'm getting you guys lunch. Getting you guys lunch to celebrate." He was feeling charitable because his man. The man he took number one overall in a fantasy football draft of Ken Levick Alive personalities and fans. That's right. He took Baker Mayfield with his first pick in a fantasy football draft, that no, of the Carolina Panthers. No hesitation. No hesitation. None. Just leaned into it. That man who has received validation one game. For what Baker Mayfield did last night, he bought us sandwiches from where, Stone? Rinaldi's in Jupiter, one of my favorite sub shops. I think the best sub shop south of whatever. It's the greatest. (laughs) South of whatever. Good. So can we do a thing? Every time Baker Mayfield wins, you bring me a sub. Yes, ma'am. Every like, single game. Even you're probably going to be waiting. Left. You're going to be waiting for a while. There's like five different subs I wanted to try. Oh, my God. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. For at sure. So, it's one okay, of the best now places. I'm rooting for Baker Mayfield. He won. So on these yeah, sandwiches, so on these sandwiches, on the paper that wraps these sandwiches is the name of the sandwich, Jeanette. And then is a message that reads, <laughs> Baker Mayfield says, bleep you. 
You can see it on Twitter, at KLV1063. Stone, out of the goodness of his charitable heart, celebrating Baker Mayfield buying his lunch, but making sure that he flips us the sandwich bird as well. That's fine. I'm good with it. (sighs) All right. I've got to admit. He's glowing. Can we just, like, Stone is glowing. there There is nobody... With the last name, there, there is nobody except someone with the last name Mayfield that is as happy as Stone Lebanowitz is on this Friday. Yes, and then McVeigh. And then, yeah, right. And then the, then, then the roster. But I, it's definitely Baker Mayfield, Stone Lebanowitz, Sean McVeigh, and then everyone else. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> I think there are members of the roster that uh, Stone is happier than John Oh, there's Wofford. no doubt. Yeah, uh, Wofford. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they caught Waffer's face in the back of the breakdown in the locker room. Yeah, he realizes he's about to be unemployed. The unemployed. Old, uh-huh, the old capital U coming mm-hmm. his way. The old pink slip is uh, headed his direction. I have to admit, okay, and Baker Mayfield, I have done nothing but trash him, make fun of him, tease him, whether it be his whiny, sad farewell to Cleveland fans because he felt he was being done wrong in his departure from the Browns or him heading to Carolina where he promptly lost the starting job, played terribly, and then was released before the end of the season, can do no right, has done nothing competent at the quarterback position in the better part of two years. Myself and Theo, for that matter. Theo Dorsey. We have... uh, Theo Dorsey blames his lack of Panthers fandom. Now, he left the Panthers in part because Baker Mayfield was signed by Carolina. Yeah, 100%. And there was a tweet that uh, at Theodore TV tweeted last night. Okay, Baker Mayfield has 98 yards to go. It's cool. The Raiders are safe. Again, just seeing something like that, endorphins, whatever chemically mm-hmm. happens to somebody's body. Whew, I was high. Got high <laughs> off of reading it. Legitimately got high. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Where so, were you when you were watching the game last night? We were out at a bar, a group of us. So, were like, what was your reaction? The scenes? Yeah. What was? I, I want to see when Stone. I would have loved to have been there, a fly on the wall. Yeah. When Stone was realizing what Baker Mayfield is doing. Mm-hmm. For sure. So it was just about time to leave when Derek Carr and the Raiders crept into about the twenty yard line, sixteen to three, I believe the score was, and Derek Carr throws that just really, really awful interception and. You know, I looked at my girlfriend and the rest of us, and I was like, we're not leaving. Like, we're not leaving. We're, we're, we're down less than a couple <laughs> you touchdowns. You gotta believe. We, we got 10 plus minutes left. I believe I think that we will 10 21 on the clock. I was like, yeah, we're not leaving. And the game went on, and it went on, and it went on. They ended up scoring. And yeah, they had to punt that ball back, got the three and out they wanted. And when he threw that touchdown pass, mm-hmm. when I saw the coverage, right, you're playing cover one, you're rotating in the middle of the field. It's just really easy stuff to recognize for Baker Mayfield. Kudos to Josh McDaniels. I started sprinting around the bar. Like, I bet. Uh, a bunch of us just started sprinting around the bar. And now some people obviously knowing why we're sprinting, but it was uh, it's pretty cool, pretty cool times for me. And everybody knew why I was cheering, obviously. And I said, I need uh, to bring a weapon into the studio tomorrow because I'm going crazy. But I'm what going was the crazy. celebration? Was I just there, like, sprint- beer spilled? They were, I mean, like, we were all shirt off. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't rip the shirt off or anything. I just kept doing my laps around the bar like two or three laps. It was that was it, really. Um, and then I went home and didn't sleep. And then and, awesome. and Stone also texted Stone. us that he was just gonna drive straight to the studio at eleven thirty at night and wait in his chair no. for the show to start. <laughs> and at my noon. first text, I literally <laughs> laughed out loud when I received it was 
sup, mother bleepers. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, here we go. <laughs> and then he sent over the menu for Rinaldi's, and I was like, bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I even, I even got home, and I turned on the press <laughs> I, I turned on the press conference. I was even, I was there before Baker no. was there. This dude. I was there before <laughs> Baker was there. It said, stay tuned. It's, you know, the broadcast is yeah. going to start. So yeah. I was there before Baker. Yeah. Just sitting patiently, hands yeah. Crossed. Just waiting for Bakey <laughs> to take to the podium. And Stone sending us video clips of Baker Mayfield from the podium last night in our show text thread as well. So, Baker Mayfield, who joined the LA Rams 48 hours, less than 48 hours before kickoff, leads LA on a game-winning eight-play 98-yard drive with a minute 35 left to play. Or it went in a minute 35. That was a minute 35 drive, okay? Um, And so with a minute 45 left to go, Baker Mayfield pass incomplete from the two. Let's not forget that the Raiders down the ball at the two while their special teams are grittying Towards the football, okay? (laughs) So there was cocky special teams play. They grittied towards the football to down it at the two. No way Baker Mayfield is going to (laughs) lead the Rams on a game-winning drive. So, Baker Mayfield, first down, incomplete. Second down, uh, an eight-yard pickup. Third down, interception, but... Defensive pass interference. That's right. There's pratfall number one from the Raiders. Automatic first down. <laughs> and now the Rams are at their own 22-yard line. What happens? Baker Mayfield promptly sacked. Nine-yard loss, but inexplicably, Tillery for Vegas smacks the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands. Flag flies. 15-yard penalty. It was at that <laughs> solitary moment where yep. I thought to myself, wait a minute. I think the universe might be aligning for something miserable for me tomorrow <laughs> on ESPN 106.3. There might be something in the stars that's aligning for Stone Lebanowitz and it will be making me miserable on a Friday. Sure enough, Baker Mayfield, first and 10, throws the most ridiculous bleep it sideline throw you're going to see on a final possession to Skoranek for 32 yards where he goes up and over two receivers, hangs onto the football, but let's not forget with no timeouts, stays in bounds, okay? Mm -hmm. So then Baker Mayfield, though, because he's feeling dangerous, he's not going to come up and spike the ball with 56 seconds left to go. Uh Uh-uh, no huddle, out of the shotgun, nine-yard completion. Then he finds Skoranek again for eight yards. They're all the way to the Vegas 31. And then there's the spike with 16 seconds left. And that culminates in one of the worst defensive calls you will ever, ever see. They play press. The Raiders play press and cover one. And Baker, Reagan, Mayfield... Finds Van Jefferson on NFL on Amazon Prime. Second and ten. Mayfield to the end zone to Jefferson. Is that possible? Is Touchdown. that possible? <laughs> Do you believe in miracles? Yes. It was the same guy who called it in 1980. The miracle on ice, and it culminates full circle with the miracle on turf. Same, same thing. 
Same exact thing. Same vibes. The U.S. beating Russia on the ice. Baker Mayfield employed by the Rams for two days, beating the Raiders to conclude a 98-yard <laughs> drive. Same energy. And that's when Stone started laps around the bar. So what I will say is congratulations and I feel like your NFL season is made, no matter what happens oh, with the Dolphins, damn right. with Tua, with Taylor Heineke, another mid-quarterback that you've aligned yourself with. Baker Mayfield has made your <laughs> NFL season. Yeah, uh, that's, that's quite an under- understatement, if, if, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you. Because it just goes against everything that I don't believe in, like trashing on these guys when he's capable of doing this. Like, this was what he needed. I just... It was a good moment for not only Stone Lebanowitz, but more importantly, Baker Mayfield. Um, can we get the locker room scene? Sean McVay celebrating in the locker room. And, of course, a game ball went Baker Reagan Mayfield's way in the Rams locker room. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Bring it up, guys. Bring it up. Yeah! Oh, hey, great job, man. Unbelievable. Want to be able to recognize special coach real quick. All right, was with the Raiders. Now he's with us. Where's Greg Olson, man? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be able to recognize. All right, Taylor Rapp closing it out. So many big-time stops defensively. Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek making plays. All right, but to be able to come in here 10 minutes ago and help lead us to a victory. See you guys on Monday. I gotta say, it's pretty hype. Hey, good, man. That's the way to fight for the man. Good. Hey, I'm happy to be home, man. So Baker Mayfield breaks him down. After being employed for two days and leading a 98-yard drive. I got to say, that's, that's pretty hype right there. That was an incredible environment. That's pretty hype right there. Especially for now a 4-9 and nine football team. To but, have him do that, that's pretty improbable. Well, they probably recognize they're a part of something historic that will be mentioned for years to come. Not only that, but I bet you this helped elevate their mood or just confidence in a big way that was needed for them. Yeah, they said in all week uh, until Baker Mayfield got there, like they hadn't had any hope. Like going through seven on seven drills, going through some offensive stuff, like the ball doesn't pop off of Wofford's hand, doesn't pop off of Perkins' hands. As soon as Baker came into practice, they said the thing was spinning like this cat's got it. And they said, Sean McVay said this in his postgame press conference on Wednesday, he did 20 plays. It was 10 walkthrough to start the practice. And 10 live plays to end the practice. And then Thursday, it was all walkthrough. So, realistically, this guy threw the ball 20 times with the Los Angeles Rams. Probably plays he didn't remember. 20 plays that like, he ran before going out there. Baker Mayfield pulled off playground <laughs> football and beat the Las Vegas Raiders. That was playground football. He knows like five plays. Like, he did the thing where, where he has the football in his hand and he's like, you, button hook. Uh, you, inside slant. And, like, he was playing flag football out there. And that beat Josh McDaniel. But in a career where he's played for six seasons and had five different coaches. Like, last night, who's in his ear? 
I, I texted you guys this. What kind of fever dream is this guy living in where, where Sean McVay's yeah, talking you through no, plays right. and through coverages on Thursday night, prime time in front of the world? It's like you, you couldn't draw it up any better in a movie. Sean McVay, pair him up with Baker Mayfield and go do it on prime time. Well, and that's something I mentioned in the chat last night, too. It was like something you always emphasized was coaching. Coaching matters, coaching this, coaching that. And apparently, I don't know what was between that two. I don't know what McVay said to Mayfield, but coaching definitely works something here. I mean, more so than ever, right? I mean, you have to talk him through plays, talk him through coverages before that. I call it shot clock, but the play clock hits 10 seconds. He gets to talk to him. He's talking him through everything. So it's- obviously, it was different than whatever Kevin Stabansky's ever told him or, or, or of course, Matt Rule. <laughs> Ever told him a little before bit in his difference life. in caliber of <laughs> yeah. coach between Sean McVay well, and Matt Rule, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, but I think it also says something big time when it talks going back to the coaching, where you had no timeouts, so you couldn't talk to your coach. You did a no huddle, so there is what another opportunity that somebody should have to talk to a coach <laughs> for to sure mm-hmm. to win the game. Yeah, and here's Mayfield looking like he's done this multiple times. When he hasn't, and I hate to pull pull this card. Oh, you're gonna put. You don't hate to pull whatever card you're about Stop. to pull. You're damn it's right. Your show. You're damn okay. right. I, I actually love to pull this card. <laughs> <laughs> when he was coming out of Oklahoma, like the number one characteristic this guy had was the ability to be a gamer, to the ability to improvise and do things on the fly. Like that never left him. Never left him. He just wasn't placed in the right opportunity, the right position, like to do this. But he had that in his bag the whole way through. Or six, seven years in his career. And he just pulled that out of the duffel with a buck 30. No timeouts last night. Evan talked about it, and it is truly incredible. I mean, Baker Mayfield is truly a guy who only performs when his back is against the wall. If he has any comfort, any assurance that a job is his, he's straight up garbage. (laughs) But when he's fighting for his life, that's when he comes to play. It's incredible. And Evan said, I've never seen anyone like it, and, and neither have I. I've got to say, Baker Mayfield is really, really resilient. He is really resilient. And I find him to be unbelievably grating, immensely annoying, uh, unbelievably marketable for someone, Jeanette, who's really never done anything in his NFL career. Yeah, I love his insurance commercials. And that's what he's known most for. It's hilarious. Which is a problem. I enjoy them. Those are my favorite memes last night, saying his agent calling up the progressive (laughs) guys, hey, we're back. (laughs) We're back, baby. We're back. (laughs) We're ready to hop on the set whenever. It's like the Michael Jordan return from retirement. It is. It's the Baker Mayfield letterhead sent to progressive. I'm back. Two words. (laughs) But like, but man, this, this is resilient because this was insane. No timeouts. 98-yard touchdown drive to beat a team that's trying to claw its way back into the playoff picture with one of the all-time great assistants under Bill Belichick and Baker Mayfield, left for dead, leads a touchdown drive. And again, the Rams have nothing on that offense anymore. Absolutely nothing. And it, I hate to admit when I'm wrong, but I have to admit when I'm wrong that Baker Mayfield still has a pulse and he's resilient. And that's my best word to describe him. That's my best word to describe Baker Mayfield. I want to hear you say the words in Stone's eyes, I was wrong about Baker Mayfield. But and let me I don't think I'm camera. incredibly wrong about Baker Mayfield. No, yeah, an incredible, okay, you can't pick cherry I don't pick. think I'm entirely wrong about Baker Mayfield. All right, here, here's what I'll do. All right. Here's what I'll do. I thought that for sure Baker Mayfield's career was over was over 
from that respect, I was wrong, Stone, and I'm sorry. Good? Stone, how do you feel about it? I'll accept it. Okay. I'll accept it. It was resilient. It was really resilient. What's the best <laughs> word that was awesome. to describe Baker Mayfield? <laughs> what is the best word to describe Baker Mayfield, who may have extended his career another season, game? I don't know. He's got four more. But he's, he's at the very least going to start for the Rams next week, too, and it's the Packers, right? Yes. Okay. What is the best word to describe Baker Mayfield? Because resilient comes to mind. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. What is the best word to describe Baker Reagan Mayfield? Jeanette, when you see what he did last night, and uh, you've seen Stone here. Uh, this is the, the closest I've seen to Stone ever becoming emotional over something. By emotional, I mean, like, teary-eyed. Like... Red. B- no, he's, uh, he's been red more than half the show. Total pride, yeah. Um, like, Look at, at him. Some he's, point, he's so cute. At some point, there's going to be a little Labanowitz that comes into the world, and I'm not quite sure that outpouring of emotion is going to match what we have seen from Stone since about 11.30 last night when he started jumping in our text thread and talking trash and then trash-talking us with sandwiches oh, he as well. He bought me. What is the word you would use to best describe Baker Mayfield, who is a lot of things, both good and bad, I think? Uh, right now, Rinaldi's. Because now every time Baker Mayfield wins, I'm going to get fed. So that's exciting. Um, I'm going to use the word grit. She's she's dumping that grit on you, Sean. How do you feel about that? I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I think he's one of the most grittiest quarterbacks in the league. So go ahead. And I think yesterday, last night, proved that. He had something to prove. And he said, with his back against a wall, in multiple circumstances, he said, Nah, you guys slept on me big time. Let me show you. And that his name has been in the mud, like dragged yeah. in the mud by so many people. But and somehow part of he that's always him. finds a way to come back. And sure, he could come back in the worst moments that he shouldn't need to. Like, you shouldn't leave it last minute like that, dude. But he always finds something inside of him. So I think the word grit defines Baker Mayfield. Right I. Now. So, I hate to pour cold water on the proceedings here. There was a significant amount of luck that went into everything Uh, that aligned for Baker Mayfield last night. Ken, I just called you Stone. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Ken, that's not fair. I am breaking out the L word. Did you hear that, Stone? I am breaking out the L word. Some luck came to play last night. You cannot deny that. And I won't deny that, but luck... Yeah. comes upon certain people like like in, in situations there's a phrase with luck like it just doesn't happen there are people that it happens to for certain reasons if you believe in the supernatural like like let's talk about this what guy. are you talking like, about like, like let's think about this guy stone you're losing me <laughs> let, no but you're losing me like now. this is this would be the let's talk about him being a walk-on let's talk about him being underside let's talk about him being dragged through the mud like, yeah, at one point, the chips will fall your way. At one point, you will get that unsportsmanlike call when you need it most, <laughs> a la Tom Brady, right? You want to talk about lucky, but we talk about Tom Brady putting himself 
in these situations True. to get these roughing oh, he calls. He put himself in that situation to take the roughing the passer. Yeah, right? And but, we praise him for that. And we praise him for that. So I'm just begging you to keep the same energy. God forbid he had a call to go his way because now, he needed something to go his way. You can you can forgive me for not keeping the same energy for Baker Mayfield that maybe some do for Tom Brady. For sure. I mean, that said, there's only one other quarterback in the last week who came back from down 16-3. to Uh-huh. Tom Brady. And you heard Colin Coward, and I couldn't wait to put that in there. Whenever you mention Baker Mayfield, you mention Tom Brady. Now. No. No, no, they go no, in the same no, sentence. No, you don't. Stone, I need another <laughs> sub. I already devoured this one, and it's delicious. Now I need another one. To be honest. Because that was one of the stupidest things you've ever said. Ken just did it. Ken put him and Baker in the same, convert, the same no, sentence. No, I, I mentioned them in the same sentence. Mm -hmm. I didn't but say didn't I had to do it. Right. Like that. He didn't want to do it, the but he had to. You know. You're making it sound like it's mandated. It's not mandated to put the two in the same sentence. But what I will say, despite the I'm luck. I'm letting him have his mind. The immense amount of luck sure. that was placed on Baker Mayfield. He did find a way to execute, and that throw to Van Jefferson was pretty damn sick. Yeah, for me, the word's Hollywood. Like, this kid goes to L.A. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> he goes to L.A. He's in SoFi Stadium on prime time. All eyes are on him. This is, you couldn't, Hollywood, because you couldn't write it uh -huh. any better than this. Uh -huh. There's some dude dressed up by the Hollywood stars as Baker Mayfield oh right now. It is. He's he's in, he's in. Well, but you know, you know what's happening is Stone thinks that now Baker Mayfield is going to take this as a lifeline, and he is going to be the new toast of the town in L.A. He's going to be the toast of Tinseltown. He's going to be the new franchise quarterback for the Rams. He's going to be the one that usurps LeBron James as the dude in L.A. He thinks that Baker Mayfield now is the Rams guy. He's taking that leap now. I know it. I can see it formulating in Stone's head. I yep. think he's already there. I'm Ken. so scared for that. I told you guys yesterday that I've never been more nervous for a football game this season. Like, like I'm not excited for next week against Aaron Rodgers. What do I do in a situation like that, right? There's two guys we're dragging through the mud. I don't know. It's a tough situation going forward. It's a tough road ahead because when Matthew Stafford comes back, he's ultimately that team's quarterback. So, in essence, Baker Mayfield is auditioning for another team. Last week, we wanted to talk about how we don't understand a guy like Joby, Jacoby Brissett as a placeholder that he's better than a lot of starting quarterbacks in the league. Mm -hmm. And uh, Baker Mayfield proved last night that he's better than a lot of guys that start in the NFL right now. What is the word you're going to use to describe Baker Mayfield? Mine is resilient. Jeanette says grit. Stone says Hollywood. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. The word you use to best describe Baker Mayfield, 888-760-3776. And by the way, we have absolute chaos in the World Cup right now. Brazil and Croatia are in extra time. Brazil scored in the first 15 minutes of extra time. Croatia has just drawn level in the 118th minute. So Brazil and Croatia are 1-1 in the 118th minute. So this looks like now it might be going to penalties, and the favorite in the World Cup is now precariously close to being knocked out in the quarterfinals. I love the World Cup so much for moments like that this. That is crazy. Croatia was dead, and then they get a deflection, and it's even 1-1. If... If this holds and Croatia beats Brazil, that's miraculous. If, if we look back on Baker Mayfield and the renaissance of his career last night, a miracle. By the way, four years ago today, 
four years ago today, if we're speaking about miracles, we might as well just play it, Stone. We might as well just put it out into the universe now. You may remember four years ago today at Hard Rock Stadium, we present to you Dolphins, Patriots, oh. and the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, will throw it. Uh, this will end it after the sh- Miami running around, circling. Oh, look out! Krakowski didn't have the angle. So, the Miami Miracle, Kenyon Drake beating Rob Gronkowski at the goal line. Um, it was four years ago today, but can we take the opportunity to once again laugh at Patriots fans? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, losers. Uh, happy, I have your quarterback. You have a defensive coordinator calling plays. <laughs> What's the word you'd best use to describe Baker Mayfield? 888-760-3776. Let's go to the phones. Ernesto is in Boynton. What's up, Ernie? What's up, guys and girls? How are we doing today? Good afternoon. I would say comeback, because that is what this kid is—a comeback. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe that you guys forgot me. I was with—I was with Stone the whole time, saying that I never gave up on on, on Baker. <laughs> and when I when when Theo was saying that he denounced the Panthers, I said, "Don't give up on my man." I was like, "I don't think it was him. I thought it was coaching. It is him." So, because now he's with, like I said, he's with the right coach. I think he might get what he needs because he's not going to be their future coach because, I mean, a future quarterback, you're right, he's going to be Stafford when he comes back. Um, this is his, uh, his uh, what was that, uh, uh, audition for next year for his future contract for whoever it is. And to be honest, and I put it out there, listen, if Daniel Jones cannot get it straight, let's go! I'll take him! I'll take Baker! Let the Giants take Baker! Oh if Daniel goodness. Jones cannot get his stuff together. Let me put it out of the universe. I'll take Baker. All right, Stone? There you go. There you do. I'll put it out there in the, in the, in the universe, Stone. I'll put him on the Giants. That's what we want, right? Ooh, that, that blue would look damn good. Oh, that Baker blue Mayfield. would look delicious. And that <laughs> will be the new king of Broadway. There you go, boy. <laughs> Let's go. From Hollywood to Broadway, Baker Mayfield. Appreciate the call, Ernesto. I, did he publicly advocate for Baker Mayfield to be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants? He did. He Passion, did. Passionately. Is Baker Mayfield a starting quarterback next year? I think, well, I, I mean, I don't know. He's be got re- these four games left that, that will determine that. It's the most rational thing. This one's not going to determine that, obviously. I mean, is there a possibility the Rams hang on to him? Because Stafford's going to be back. Stafford's going to be the starting quarterback next year. And I think Sean McVay, I would think next year might be his last year as the head coach of the Rams. Sure. So there was a really apt comparison that I heard last night. It was Jameis Winston going to sit behind Drew Brees in New Orleans. But that hasn't worked at all. No, but no, it helped Jameis Winston build a resume, right, from a really fond, uh, uh, an organization people are fond of, the Saints, that enabled him to kind of go elsewhere and, and do these things eventually. So he would sit behind Stafford and... And I don't want him simmer. to. I don't want him to, but that would be the card that he would play. What is the best word to describe Baker Mayfield? Jeanette says grit. I say resilience. Stone says Hollywood. Last night was like a Hollywood script. They're going to call the movie 98 Yards. I just mm. came up with that. That's actually uh, believable. Yeah, though. it's not bad at all. Not Who is going to play Baker Mayfield? Well, probably himself. He'll go from commercial acting to Hollywood acting. What is the best word used to describe 
Kevin Costner is Baker Mayfield in 98 yards. He's in every sports movie. July 2023. <laughs> what is the best word to describe Baker Mayfield? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. My word to describe Stone celebrating Baker Mayfield is annoying. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let me tell you real quick about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, if you have joint pain or ankle pain, they have you taken care of. They have an expert in the field that can help you. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, those foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. What is the word you use to best describe Baker Mayfield after last night? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at us at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So Croatia and Brazil in penalties now in the World Cup quarters, and Croatia kicks first, and they converted. Croatia scored with two minutes left to go in extra time to pull even and push it to penalties. Like, this is... This... This is, is the stuff right here. This is Hollywood. This is the stuff right here. Do you have um? Do you have money on this at all, Stone? I do not. I, we and you are the only ones I think in the office who did pick Brazil to, to win, win the, the World entire Cup. Thing, yeah. Hey, talking about money, Ken. Do you know about my bet that I was supposed to have? Oh, because yesterday you guys were discussing. Wait, here's Brazil. Ah, oh, it's saved. Brazil's already down in the penalties. Oh man. Um. But oh you, were, you were going to put the $60 that Jeanette's been having sit there for months that you're going to use um, to bet for her, to make her some money. You were going to put it on Baker Mayfield last night, and what happened? Yeah, you know, I, I I crumbled under the pressure. Uh, which means you forgot. Well, yeah, I mean, 100%. I was, I was too busy praying to the gods. How much money would I have won? It's like two hundred dollars. Praying to the gods. A little, uh, a little over two hundred dollars. Yeah. What was the line going in the last? So night? I think it was it closed at plus two fifty um, Rams. So we're not talking like. No, not all. They were they were uh, seven point underdogs. Got it. I still think we need to put it into some sort of like fifteen way parlay. Uh, I think one hundred percent we do. Fifteen way parlay. <laughs> hey man. I'm not that much of a betting idiot. Here's Croatia. Wow. Wow. Brazil's in massive trouble now. Massive trouble now. We're on the verge of a huge choke job. Oh, my goodness. 2-0 Croatia in penalties. Holy crap. And Stone and I were the only ones who picked Brazil in the office. Yeah, us and J-Mart. Another teammate of ours. Just three of us out of a whole bunch. I could look at the Brazilian goalie all day, though. That's good. And you know what this would do as well is keep us from... A Brazil-Argentina semifinal, which would be all world. Like, no pun intended. But, like, that would be epic, massive TV ratings. All right, Brazil hit their first penalty. So now they're within one. But... 
Croatia is going to, or Brazil is going to need to to save a penalty at some point here. Baker Mayfield, 98 yards with no timeouts. Baker freaking Mayfield beats Vegas. What is a word you use to describe, a word you use to describe Baker Mayfield? I say resilient. Jeanette says grit. And Stone says Hollywood. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And of course, Twitter is open at KLV1063. Uh, and uh, let's go to Twitter at KLV1063, where uh, Tony tweets Baker Mayfield is fortunate. What? That's the best way to describe fortunate. Modric scores for Croatia, so now it's three to Ooh. one. If you're not familiar, it's five kicks. This is wild. Five kicks, and so it's three to one Croatia. If if um, uh, Brazil is stoned here, then all Croatia has to do is score their next kick, and it's over. Mm. Uh, this is wild. Brazil is on the verge of going out of this tournament. Um, but fortunate. How do you feel about that, Stone? Fortunate. Tony says fortunate. That's how to describe Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I would just use the same argument that uh, I, I used a second ago with Tom Brady, right? Like, we said he puts himself in these situations, like, the, by by preparing and being that guy and stuff. So I don't necessarily think this is uh, called for the, the word fortunate because he set himself up for this right here. Yeah, he did get lucky, of course, but the ball's got to roll your way. But I would argue that he was fortunate to even have a waiver claim put in on him. Yeah. Like he requested his release, and the Rams, I think he thought his market was going to be bigger, and Brazil scores, by the way, so they're still hanging around. It's not over yet, um, but Brazil needs to get a stop at some point here. But I don't think he was anticipating only one team claiming him off of waivers. Yeah, so Michael Smith uh, was a part of the Thursday Night Football crew last night, and he said, the Rams were the only one to put in a waiver claim, but other teams came knocking, and once they realized the Rams were serious, they both pulled the trigger on each other. So, yeah, there was really nobody else that, that came knocking necessarily. Woo! Croatia is either a save or another converted penalty away from knocking out Brazil this is so bad. in this, this World is Cup. Did you put any money on, like, the like the winner of the World Cup? No, I, I, I didn't. Um they had some good odds looking, but they were the lowest. They had the shortest odds. So from a value perspective. Sure, it didn't make any sense. It just didn't make any sense. Now, Croatia was in the final four years ago. Mm -hmm. I have to imagine their mm -hmm. odds were pretty short, too. To be honest, no. They really? Were, yeah, they were well over. I, I think it's because everybody gets caught up in like Germany, gets caught up For in sure. France, gets caught up in England, gets I, caught up in Argentina. Yeah, I want to say that uh, Croatia was well over 5,000. All right. Brazil, are they going to hang on for one more round, or is this it? And he hit oh, the post. Wow. Brazil's out of the World Cup. He, he hit the post. He Braz ain't going to sleep. Wow. Ah. Brazil is gone. What? In the quarterfinals. Incredible. And they had this Off one. the goalpost. They had this one. They had this one. They Off scored the early in extra time. Oh. Wow. That's got to be a top two worst feeling in all of sports. Mm. To in penalties in a World Cup, miss like not have it off saved the by the post. keeper, but off like, the post or like, just miss completely. Like a tease. Yeah. Well, I remember in 1994, that was the first World Cup I really truly paid attention to. That was the one in the United States. Uh, Italy lost in penalties to Brazil when their best player Roberto Baggio shot it over the goal completely. Mm. Like 
12 feet over the crossbar. Aww. And I think it, make it makes it 10 times worse that in extra time, Neymar was the one to score for Brazil. And it was like all coming together. Yeah, right? yeah, Neymar that, advances that, them. Imagine, imagine right. that. The, the national hero advancing them to play Marty, uh, mighty Argentina. And I don't know, maybe Marty Argentina. I don't know, maybe that's a real person. <laughs> mighty Argentina. And now... Nothing. 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 This is insane. Oof. I love the World Cup. Boy, that is... I mean, is there is there a worse feeling? Because, like, everyone strikes out with the bases loaded in a big spot. Like, I understand that. Um, missing a key free throw down the stretch. Yep. We've seen that. But, like, penalties. And you're just isolated with the keeper. And it's a big frame. It's a big goal. And you hit it off the post or you miss completely. Especially when you're representing a country like Brazil, that is an empty, empty, empty feeling. Holy crap. I would hate to be a goalie for those high-pressure moments right there. Of course. I feel like that is but one the of the most... But the pressure's not on you, though. The pressure's yes, not... Is. The pressure in penalties in soccer is always on the one taking the penalty. Yeah, I would agree. For, for no, instance... Is a goalie? You yeah. have to read, and then you have to no, block. No, but what I'm saying... Like but the percentage of you to get a like stop a is, like, yeah, under if, 10%. If you... Right. If you make the save, you've already highly exceeded the odds that you are actually going yep. to come up with that save, whereas... As the keeper, or as the as the one taking the penalty, you're expected to convert that roughly ninety percent of the time. Definitely. So the pressure's on you because if you fail, then you have vastly um, come short of your expectation based on the odds, based on the percentages. Yeah, yeah, totally odds and percentages. Like if you're the one taking the the PK. You are favored to score. I know you just kind of said that, but like you're betting on him to score. Like those yeah. are the gotcha. It, okay. it, it, totally odd. But but you're right because Brazil's keeper. Then once they missed that first one, you're right though. The Brazil keeper, mm. the pressure started to mount for him because he had to come up with a save to keep them alive, mm-hmm. and he did not, and it, it led to them being knocked out. Before even a fifth round came, because the you know the penalty taker hit the hit the bar, that is an empty feeling. Now, the linger index. A couple of weeks ago, Oof. we introduced you to the linger index, Jeanette. Let me explain. Uh, what was this after the linger index? Where where did we um, where did we introduce this on the show? I can't remember what the uh, the sporting event. Was. Yeah, neither can I. It was a it was a bone crushing loss, it I was, believe, for a team. Yeah, it was it was a. a an NFL game. I can't remember off the top of my head, but the linger index is uh, zero through three, Jeanette. And what it is, zero after uh, a team loses, you're just like, yeah, who cares? One, and you're like, ah, that's frustrating. And you think about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Two is where uh, you, you toss a remote onto the couch or punch a pillow Linger index, three on the linger index is you lose sleep over it, and it doesn't leave you right away. This, in Brazil, is absolutely a three on the linger index. I'd say five. (laughs) Well, there's no five, so it's a three. The guy, the last one, whose goal literally bounced off Mm -hmm. the goalpost, he ain't sleeping for months. Well, right, right. For him, yes, that's going to linger with him, but I'm talking about the fan. I'm talking about the oh, fan. Oh, you ain't sleep. They're not no, sleeping for sure. Not sleeping at all. So going back and looking at our our Ken Livica Live podcast, it was based off of the United States in the World Cup, kind of. Or, oh, really? Yeah, it was. Oh, the England draw. It was or the was England, it the Wales draw? It was the uh, either England, one. Yeah, it was either one. But I think it was the England draw. Yeah, man, 
That is wild. So Brazil is out of the World Cup. I think this is Messi's time. Well, we now talked about Brazil yesterday. We talked about yesterday the athlete who hasn't won a championship and he has not won a World Cup. This definitely opens the door for him. For sure. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And Brazil was the favorite, right? The betting yes. favorite stone? Yes, they were. So they're done. They're done. They are gone in the quarterfinals. And now Croatia plays the winner of Netherlands or Lionel Messi in Argentina. Damn, man. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And hey, if you want to watch the World Cup, there's no better place than Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. That's Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhouse Brewing. They have all of the TVs. They have all your soccer needs. Oh, they also have the NFL Sunday ticket. But also, most importantly, with Stormhouse Brewing, they have the craft beer. Brewed on site. Delicious. New flavors are coming as well because we're getting closer and closer to the holidays. And oh yeah, the full food menu. This is a total unicorn of a craft brewery because it's not only the craft beer brewed on site by the German train master brewer, but it is the full food menu. Jeanette loves it. Stone loves it. I love it. You'll love it. Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, Crystal Cove Commons, US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. That is Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. That is Stormhouse Brewing. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. If you're just joining us, it's a celebratory day for Stone Lebanowitz. His quarterback son, Baker Mayfield, once again back on top of the football world. What are the chances Baker Mayfield has a starting job going into next year? If you uh, were making me place odds on it? Yeah. Mm. Like do percentages. All right, so a percentage, I would say 60% chance. 60? See, I'd say like 30. Okay. I, I think we went from him possibly like not having a team going into next year. To him, absolutely being at least a backup next year. I think it's going to be like Stone said earlier. These next four games for him sure. mean, mean a lot. It means so much in answering that question. Like would his the- name is back out there, and he proved himself to be a potential starting quarterback. It, it, like it, questions are going to be raised for a team like the Houston Texans. Do we take Bryce Young with the number one overall pick or do we bring in a Baker Mayfield? Or the Lions, do we stick with Jared Goff? The Giants, do we stick with Daniel Jones? Like I think with enough teams, the percentage would raise a little a little bit. Yeah. I, I wonder, if he goes 3-1, though, do the Rams just sign him and say you're the backup behind Matt for this final year? Or... Do you have one of those teams? And I think the Lions are now married to Jared Goff. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of Twitter conversation where people are saying it's amazing how the Lions won that trade. Well, I mean, Matt Stafford did win a Super Bowl. Yes, Jared Goff is playing better as of late, but I don't think they would go get Baker Mayfield. Houston would make sense. Um, I mean, the way things are going, New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But with Jameis on the bench, it makes things weird. I'm going to throw this out there, but Bill Belichick bringing in another project. If you don't want to stick it out with Mac Jones, mm. he did it with Cam Newton. That that's was much. Not bad. I actually don't that's dislike it. Yeah, I, Jeanette and I looked at each other, and yeah, you know what, Stone? That's not terrible. It's it's not as crazy as bringing in Cam Newton. To be completely honest with you. No, you're right. You're right. Um, Denver can't. Because they're, <laughs> they're, they're married to, to Russell Wilson. 
Mm-hmm. So they can't do anything. They're married, but sleeping in like separate rooms <laughs> next season. <laughs> They've, so, no, no, literal twin beds in uh, the same right room. Right in the same room. They've got the twin beds. <laughs> yeah. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Uh, at what age does that happen, by the way? What? Um, a, a married couple ends up separating the beds. What do you mean? Yeah, what like, do that's you a mean? Thing, that's a thing sometimes. What? Like, I think there are you times where what? a couple gets old enough like where they're just like, hey, I mean, we love each other, but this ain't happening anymore. This like physical thing ain't happening anymore. I'm mind and you want your own your own real estate to sleep in. I, I've I, I mean I there are married couples that hit a certain age, not like forty, but I'm talking like I don't know sixty five, seventy, and you just <laughs> you have your own deal. Yeah, Why get married. <laughs> Right, but it doesn't mean you have to sleep in the same bed. Now, I, I understand if you are on one of those oxygen, like, ventilator masks, you know, where you have the oh, whole thing. In and you're, <sighs> that's not sure. a ventilator, I know, first of all. But that's you, like an oxygen mask. No, yes. he's thinking of, like, Darth Vader kind no, of situation. I, I'm of, like, so, you know. the, the thing to prevent <laughs> snoring and stuff. You know, the chicken, oh. the rotisserie spinner thing. You know, it's just something that, <laughs> Wait, like, like, if you don't want all that real estate taken up in your bed, yeah, you move on over there. But uh, You mean, a, like, a, a sleep apnea machine? Yes, yeah. I do. How is that a chicken rotator thing? Wait. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I Hell that sometimes yeah. married couples get to a certain age and they just um, separate their beds. I'm already terrified of marriage, but now it makes even less. But wait, sense. let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. By the way, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. The Dominican Queen Jeanette Javier Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. Wouldn't you like? All right, say you meet a a striking handsome man, Jeanette, and. You get married and you have babies and what? good times and you put them out into the world. Uh, Stone, Sounds you like and you and just take that next step mm. and and uh, you, you build a family and then they're they put, started. Those kids are out into the world and uh, and and then you hit like age 68, 69, 70, 71 years old and you know, the love is still there. You can't imagine your life without this person, right? But obviously, as you get up there in age, the, the physical nature of the relationship is not there anymore. What? It is more just an appreciation of that person and being in that person's company. And you realize, hey, you know what? I'm getting old. I'm getting old, and I need to do something for me. And if that requires me having a bed to myself, we can still be in the same room. But you can separate said bed and have more room and and uh, more opportunity to sleep better. And maybe it's better for your joints and for your impending bone issues. I don't know. So going back to if this is just a physical thing, mm-hmm. or is it? Just I'm talking like, about sex. Okay. <laughs> Did it just get boring for you? No, or, you get old. Or like, it, yeah, it just doesn't. No, you get old. Work. Right, it doesn't but work. But there's anymore. like pills and things to help. If I get married, I understand that, but not for an eighty-year-old man. I'm really for... sorry to the guy I get married to because I plan on doing the damn thing until I die. All right, and that's fine. But some people don't. For some people, right. I think like not everything's predicated upon getting it in, Jeanette. Oh, I know, I, Jeanette. That's a foreign <laughs> thing to Jeanette. I find I understand that. That's fine. That's good. But that's such a big that's part good. of a relationship. No, and, and for you, absolutely. And there's a lot of people like you. But I'm saying for some people, I don't think. Maybe it necessarily is. You know what they like to do is like they in those commercials for for um, um, uh, Temp- enhanced health. Uh, as an old person, you have a bathtub on a balcony overlooking a lake, and like that's what you want to do. You want to sit in a bathtub and hold hands and maybe read a book and like and do that's other your life. things in that hot tub overlooking the lake. I thought you were going <laughs> absolutely. 
Ken, I thought you were going the route of the bed that kind of split in half where you can lean it up with the remote or lean it down. Well, that or, would be part of it, absolutely. Right, that's kind of having your that own makes, real estate. Uh, makes, I'd like one of those now. Yeah, yeah, right now. <laughs> well, that also makes things a little more fun, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, j- j- I, so, I'm like... Jeanette, Jeanette is absolutely the target for those commercials to maintain at age 65 or above. Oh, men, men, the pressure is going to be on. The pressure is going to be on Time with Jeanette in an old age. Whatever scrotum, doctor. <laughs> Time to get you on something. Oh, uh, Jeanette, you are absolutely out of control right now. Oh, man. I'm just shook by that. Like, there's <laughs> marriages that you just stop doing it? No, that's not what happens. But then I'm why saying. Are you saying but it's not bed. it's not a marriage thing. It is an age thing. Sometimes you just get to an but age where to fix that. I understand that, but what if you have a bad back? What if there's different ways to do no, it? No, Ken's right. What if like you're just you just like it just, it's just not in the books. And sometimes when you get old enough, I'm gonna buy like, you guys Jeanette, some books, Jeanette. When 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 women hit a certain age and hit menopause, like it's a chemical thing where <laughs> they just don't. They, a lot of women just don't feel like yep. that's something that they are regularly capable of any longer. What kind of females do you guys hang? That's out menopause, with? Jeanette. Like that's literally a thing. I have friends who are currently going through menopause, and they tell me they're. I'm throwing stuff around. They tell me that they've never wanted things more. Yeah, but you really? don't have. Well, you, I think your friends aren't 82 years old either. Yeah, I I, I will say this and. I'm sorry to Vivi if she's listening right now, but when I hit 82... I'm going to give her some books or something. I just don't know. I'm like, honestly, her- at that point, at that point, because I like her company, I'll be like, you know what? Give her some money. Go find yourself something good. <laughs> I need to go find her for, like, a passion party or something. Like that, I'll have no problem with that because I'm 82 years old, guys. Are you still 82 and capable of doing that? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Man or woman, have you hit 82 years of age and you're still capable of doing that? Because I just don't foresee the way my trajectory is going. <laughs> That's in the cards for me. 888-760-3776. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't. I know. don't. I don't plan on getting married anytime my, my soon. Poor, but this oh, is like... my poor dad. My poor dad just texted me. Seriously, you're talking about this two weeks before I turn seventy. <laughs> dad, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I also don't want to know your current situation with well, that. Well, you 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 ask the public <laughs> for an opinion, and oh, I think man, getting so... it from Mr. King Lavica himself. Uh, King Lavica. You don't have to boost his ego more than it's boosted. He knows that he has spawned no. a generational talent. Oh, remember, I'm supposed to go eat hot dogs with him and put ketchup on top of it in front of him, and I can't wait for that moment. Uh, Ricky messages, I'm retired at 45. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is he single? Is he hey, married? Hey, like, he, no, I hey, need context to hey, all of these weird-ass answers. Just like, just, I mean, just like, 45? here's the thing. Maybe he's Brady. Maybe he's like Brady. He thought he'd accomplish everything that they, he needs mm. to accomplish, and then he'll spend three months, and then he'll say, you know, I'm back in the game. Yeah. You never yeah. know. But also, uh, Mr. Livick, if you're out there listening, call in let us know. No, um, please. What's yes, going no, on yes, absolutely. No, no, in your no, life? Please. No, no, no. That's a terrible idea. No, well, you, you're the one who started it. You opened up the phone line. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen, and she's going to be going strong until she's put in the wooden box. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the wooden Settle box might up, be something buddy. else, too. Yeah, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. 
So Croatia and Brazil in penalties now in the World Cup quarters. And Croatia kicks first, and they converted. Croatia scored with two minutes left to go in extra time to pull even and push it to penalties. Like, this is... This This is is the stuff right here. This is Hollywood. This is the stuff right here. Do you have um? Do you have money on this at all, Stone? I do not. We and you are the only ones I think in the office who did pick Brazil to to win win the the World Cup. Thing, yeah. Hey, Uh, talking about money, Ken. Do you know about my bet that I was supposed to have? Oh, because yesterday you guys were discussing. Here's Brazil. Ah, it's saved. Brazil's already down in the penalties. Oh man. Um. But oh my you God. were you were gonna put the sixty dollars that Jeanette's been having sit there for months that you're going to use um, to bet for her to make her some money. You were gonna put it on Baker Mayfield last night, and what happened? Yeah, you know, I I, I crumbled under the pressure, uh-huh, which means you forgot. Well, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. I was I was too busy praying to the gods. How to, much money would I have won? <laughs> it's like two hundred dollars. Praying to the gods. A little, uh, a little over two hundred dollars. Yeah. What was the line going in the last? So night? I think it was it closed at plus two fifty um, Rams. So we're not talking like. No, not all. They were they were uh, seven point underdogs. Got it. I still think we need to put it into some sort of like fifteen way parlay. Uh, I think one hundred percent we do. Fifteen way parlay. <laughs> hey man. I'm not that much of a betting idiot. Here's Croatia. Wow. Wow. Brazil's in massive trouble now. Massive trouble now. We're on the verge of a huge choke job. Oh, my goodness. 2-0 Croatia in penalties. Holy crap. And Stone and I were the only ones who picked Brazil in the office. Yeah, us and J-Mart. Another teammate of ours. Just three of us out of a whole bunch. I could look at the Brazilian goalie all day, though. That's good. And you know what this would do as well is keep us from... A Brazil-Argentina semifinal, which would be all world. Like, no pun intended. But, like, that would be epic, massive TV ratings. All right, Brazil hit their first penalty. So now they're within one. But Croatia is going to, or Brazil is going to need to save a penalty at some point here. Baker Mayfield, 98 yards with no timeouts. Baker freaking Mayfield beats Vegas. What is a word you use to describe? A word you use to describe Baker Mayfield. I say resilient. Jeanette says grit. And Stone says Hollywood. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And of course, Twitter is open at KLV1063. Uh, and uh, let's go to Twitter at KLV1063, where uh, Tony tweets Baker Mayfield is fortunate. Whoa. That's the best way to describe fortunate. Modric scores for Croatia, so now it's three to Ooh. one. If you're not familiar, it's five kicks. This is wild. Five kicks, and so it's three to one Croatia. If if um, uh, Brazil is stoned here, then all Croatia has to do is score their next kick, and it's over. Mm. Uh, this is wild. Brazil is on the verge of going out of this tournament. Um, but fortunate. How do you feel about that stone? Fortunate. Tony says fortunate. That's how to describe Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I would just use the same argument that uh, I, I used a second ago with Tom Brady, right? Like we said, he puts himself in these situations, like the, by by preparing and being that guy and stuff. So I don't necessarily think this is uh, called for the the word fortunate because he set himself up for this right here. Yeah, he did get lucky, of course, but the ball's got to roll your way. But I would argue that he was fortunate to even have a waiver claim put in on him. 
Yeah. Like he requested his release, and the Rams, I think he thought his market was going to be bigger, and Brazil scores, by the way, so they're still hanging around. It's not over yet, um, but Brazil needs to get a stop at some point here. But I don't think he was anticipating only one team claiming him off of waivers. Yeah, so Michael Smith uh, was a part of the Thursday Night Football crew last night, and he said the Rams were the only one to put in a waiver claim, but other teams came knocking, and once they realized the Rams were serious, they both pulled the trigger on each other. So, yeah, there was really nobody else that that came knocking necessarily. Croatia is either a save or another converted penalty away from knocking out Brazil this is so bad. in this, this World is Cup. Incredible. Did you put any money on, like, the like the, the winner of the World Cup? No, no? I, I, I didn't. Um, they had some good odds looking, but they were the lowest. They had the shortest odds. So, from a value perspective. Sure, it didn't make any sense. It just didn't make any sense. Now, Croatia was in the final four years ago. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine their mm-hmm. odds were pretty short, too. To be honest, no. They really? Were, yeah, they were well over. I, I, I think it's because everybody gets caught up in like Germany, gets caught up For in sure. France, gets caught up in England, gets I, caught up in Argentina. Yeah, I want to say that uh, Croatia was well over 5,000. All right. Brazil, are they going to hang on for one more round, or is this it? And he hit the post. Brazil's out of the World Cup. He He hit the post. He ain't going to sleep. Wow. Ah! Brazil is gone. What? In the quarterfinals. Incredible. And they had this one. Off the goalpost. They had this one. They had this one. They scored early in extra time. Wow. That's got to be a top two worst feeling in all of sports. Mm. To in penalties in a World Cup, miss like not have it off saved the by the post. keeper, but off like, the post or like, just miss completely. Like a tease. Yeah. Well, I remember in 1994, that was the first World Cup I really truly paid attention to. That was the one in the United States. Uh, Italy lost in penalties to Brazil when their best player Roberto Baggio shot it over the goal completely. Mm. 12 feet over the crossbar. And I think it it, makes it 10 times worse that in extra time, Neymar was the one to score for Brazil, and it was like all coming together. Neymar advances then. Imagine, imagine that. The the national hero advancing them to play uh, mighty Argentina. And I don't know, maybe Marty Argentina. I don't know, maybe that's a real person. (laughs) Mighty Argentina. And now... Nothing. 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 This is insane. I love the World Cup. Boy, that is... I mean, is there is there a worse feeling? Because like everyone strikes out with the bases loaded in a big spot. Like I understand that um, missing a key free throw down the stretch. Yep. We've seen that, but like penalties, and you're just isolated with the keeper, and it's a big frame, it's a big goal, and you hit it off the post or you miss completely. Especially when you're representing a country like Brazil, that is an empty, empty, empty feeling. Holy crap. I would hate to be a goalie for those high-pressure moments right there. Of course. I feel like that is but one the of the most... But the pressure's not on you, though. The pressure's yes, not... Is. The pressure in penalties in soccer is always on the one taking the penalty. Yeah, I would agree. For, for no, instance... Is a goalie? You yeah. have to read, and then you have to no, block. No, but what I'm saying... Like but the percentage of you to get a like stop a is, like, yeah, under if, 10%. If you... Right. If you make the save, you've already highly exceeded the odds that you are actually going yep. to come up with that save, whereas... 
as the keeper, or as the as the one taking the penalty, you're expected to convert that roughly 90% of the time. Uh, definitely. So the pressure's on you because if you fail then, you have vastly um, come short of your expectation based on the odds, based on the percentages. Yeah, well, yeah, totally odds and percentages. Like if you're the one taking the, the PK, you are favored to score. I know you just kind of said that, but like you're betting on him to score. Like those yeah. are the... Gotcha. It, okay. it, it, totally odd. But but you're right, because Brazil's keeper then, once they missed that first one, you're right, though, the Brazil keeper, mm. the pressure started to mount for him because he had to come up with a save to keep them alive, mm-hmm. and he did not, and it, it led to them being knocked out before even a fifth round came because the you know the penalty taker hit the, hit the bar. That is an empty feeling. Now, the Linger Index. A couple of weeks ago, Oof. we introduced you to the Linger Index. Jeanette, let me explain. Uh, what was this after the Linger Index? Where where did we um, where did we introduce this on the show? I can't remember what the uh, the sporting event. Yeah, was. You know, it was a it was a bone crushing loss, it I was, believe, for a team. Yeah, it was it was a, a an NFL game. I can't remember off the top of my head. But the Linger Index is. Uh, zero through three, Jeanette, and what it is, zero after uh, a team loses, you're just like, yeah, who cares? One, and you're like, ah, that's frustrating, and you think about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Two is where uh, you, you toss a remote onto the couch or punch a pillow. Linger index, three on the linger index is you lose sleep over it. And it doesn't leave you right away. This in Brazil is absolutely a three on the linger. I'd index, say five. Right? <laughs> well, there's no five, so it's a three. The it's- guy, the last one, whose goal literally bounced off mm-hmm. the goalpost, he ain't sleeping for months. Well, right, right. I, for him, yes, that's going to linger with him. But I'm talking about the fan. I'm talking about the oh, fan. Oh, you ain't sleep. They're not no, sleeping for sure. Not sleeping at all. So going back and looking at our our Ken Olympica Live podcast, it was based off of the United States in the World Cup. Kind of. Or, oh, really? Yeah, it was. Oh, the England draw. It was or the was England, it the Wales draw? It was the uh, either England, one. Yeah, it was either one. But I think it was the England draw. Yeah, man, that is wild. So Brazil is out of the World Cup. I think this is Messi's time. Well, we now talked about Brazil yesterday. We talked about yesterday. The athlete who hasn't won a championship and he has not won a World Cup. This definitely opens the door for him. For sure. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And Brazil was the favorite, right? The betting yes. favorite stone. Yes, they were. So they're done. They are done. They are gone in the quarterfinals, and now Croatia plays the winner of Netherlands or Lionel Messi in Argentina. Damn, man. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And, hey, if you want to watch the World Cup, there's no better place than Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. That's Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhouse Brewing. They have all of the TVs. They have all your soccer needs. Oh, they also have the NFL Sunday ticket, but also, most importantly, with Stormhouse Brewing, they have... The craft beer, brewed on site, delicious. New flavors are coming as well because we're getting closer and closer to the holidays. And, oh, yeah, the full food menu. This is a total unicorn of a craft brewery because it's not only the craft beer brewed on site by the German-trained master brewer, but it is the full food menu. Jeanette loves it. Stone loves it. I love it. You'll love it. Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, Crystal Cove Commons, US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. That is Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. That is Stormhouse Brewing. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. 
From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. If you're just joining us, it's the celebratory day for Stone Lebanowitz. His quarterback son, Baker Mayfield, once again back on top of the football world. Hey, what are the chances Baker Mayfield has a starting job going into next year? If you uh, were making me place odds on it? Yeah. Mm. Like, do percentages. All right, so a percentage, I would say 60% chance. 60? See, I'd say like 30. Okay. I, I think we went from him possibly like not having a team going into next year to him absolutely being at least a backup next year. I think it's going to be, like Stone said earlier, these next four games for him. Sure. Mean, mean a lot. It means so much in answering that question. Like would His the- name is back out there, and he proved himself to be a potential starting quarterback. It, it, like it, Questions are going to be raised for a team like the Houston Texans. Do we take Bryce Young with the number one overall pick, or do we bring in a Baker Mayfield? Or the Lions, do we stick with Jared Goff? The Giants, do we stick with Daniel Jones? Like I think with enough teams... The percentage would raise a little, a little bit. Yeah, I, I wonder if he goes three and one though. Do the Rams just sign him and say you're the backup behind Matt for this final year, or do you have one of those teams? And I think the Lions are now married to Jared Goff. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of Twitter conversation where people are saying it's amazing how the Lions won that trade. Well, I mean, Matt Stafford did win a Super Bowl. Yes, Jared Goff is playing better as of late, but I don't think they would go get Baker Mayfield. Houston would make sense. Um, I mean, the way things are going, New Orleans. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. But with Jameis on the bench, it makes things weird. I'm going to throw this out there, but Bill Belichick bringing in another project. If you don't want to stick it out with Mac Jones, mm. he did it with Cam Newton. That that's was much. I actually was, don't dislike it. Yeah, I, Jeanette and I looked at each other, and yeah, you know what, Stone? That's not terrible. It's it's not as crazy as bringing in Cam Newton, to be completely honest with you. No, you're right. You're right. Um, Denver can't because <laughs> Denver they're, they're, can't. they're married to, to Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So they can't do anything. They're married but sleeping in like separate rooms <laughs> next season. <laughs> They've, so, no, literal twin beds in uh, the same right, room. In the same room. They've got the twin beds. <laughs> yeah. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Uh, at what age does that happen, by the way? What? Um, a, a married couple ends up separating the beds. What do you mean? Yeah, what like, do you that's mean? A thing, that's a thing sometimes. What? Like, I think there are He's times like, where what? a couple gets old enough, like where they're just like, hey, I mean, we love each other, but this ain't happening anymore. This like physical thing ain't happening anymore. Uh-huh, and you want your own your own real estate to sleep in. I, I've, I, I mean, I there are married couples that hit a certain age, not like forty, but I'm talking like I don't know, sixty five, seventy. And you just you have your own deal. Yeah, like get married. <laughs> right, but it doesn't mean you have to sleep in the same bed. Now I, I understand if you are on one of those oxygen like ventilator masks, you know, where you have the oh, whole thing. In and a you're, room that's for not sure. a ventilator. I know, first of all, but that's you, like an oxygen mask. No, yes. he's thinking of like Darth Vader kind no, of situation. I, like so, the, yeah. the thing to prevent <laughs> snoring and stuff. You know, the chicken, oh. the rotisserie spinner thing. You know, it's just something that <laughs> Wait, like like if you don't want all that real estate taken up in your bed, yeah, you move on over there. But uh, you mean a, like a, a sleep apnea machine? Yes, yeah. I do. How is that a chicken rotator thing? Just, Wait. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I Hell that sometimes yeah. married couples get to a certain age and they just um, separate their beds. I'm already terrified of marriage, but now it makes even 
Questions. But wait, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. By the way, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Wouldn't you, like, all right, say you meet a, a striking, handsome man, Jeanette, and you get married and you have babies and what? good times and you <laughs> put them out into the world. Uh, Stone, Sounds you like and you and Jess take that next step mm. and and uh, you, you build a family and then they're they already started. Those kids are out into the world and uh, and and then you hit like age 68, 69, 70, 71 years old and you know, the love is still there. You can't imagine your life without this person, right? But obviously, as you get up there in age, the the physical nature of the relationship is not there anymore. What? It is more just an appreciation of that person and being in that person's company. And you realize, hey, you know what? I'm getting old. I'm getting old and I need to do something for me. And if that requires me having a bed to myself, we can still be in the same room. But you can separate said bed and have more room and, and uh, more opportunity to sleep better. And maybe it's better for your joints and for your impending bone issues. I don't know. So going back to if this is just a physical thing mm-hmm. or is it just I'm talking like, about sex. Okay. <laughs> Did you just get boring for you? No, or, you get old. Or like, I, yeah, it just doesn't no, you get old. work. Right, it doesn't but work anymore. But there's like pills and things to help. If I get married, I understand that, but not for an eighty-year-old man. I'm really sorry to the guy I get married to because I plan on doing the damn thing until I die. All right, and that's fine. But some people don't. For some people, right. I think like not everything's predicated upon getting it in, Jeanette. Oh, I know, I, Jeanette. That's a foreign <laughs> thing to Jeanette. I find I understand that. That's fine. That's good. But that's such a big that's part good. of a relationship. No, and, and for you, absolutely. And there's a lot of people like you. But I'm saying for some people, I don't think. Maybe it necessarily is. You know what they like to do is like they in those commercials for for um, um, uh, Temp- enhanced health. Uh, as an old person, you have a bathtub on a balcony overlooking a lake, and like that's what you want to do. You want to sit in a bathtub and hold hands and maybe read a book and like and do that's other things in that hot tub overlooking the lake. I thought you were going <laughs> absolutely. Ken, I thought you were going the route of the bed that. It's kind of split in half where you can lean it up with the remote or lean it down. Well, that or, would be part of it, absolutely. Right, that's kind of having your that own real makes, estate. Uh, makes, I'd like one of those now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now. <laughs> well, that also makes things a little more fun, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, j- j- I, so, I'm like... Jeanette, Jeanette is absolutely the target for those commercials to maintain at age 65 or above. Oh, men, the first one. men, the pressure is going to be on. The pressure is going to be on Time with Jeanette at an old age. Whatever screwed him, doctor. <laughs> Time to get you on something. Oh, uh, Jeanette, you are absolutely out of control right now. Oh, man. I'm just shook by that. Like, there's <laughs> marriages that you just stop doing it? No, that's not what happens. But then I'm why saying. You say- but it's not guys. it's not a marriage thing. It is an age thing. Sometimes you just get to an but age where to fix that. I understand that, but what if you have a bad back? What if there's different ways to do no, it? No, Ken's right. What if like you're just it is like it it's just, just not in the books. And sometimes when you get old enough, I'm gonna buy like, you guys Jeanette, some books. Jeanette, when 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 women hit a certain age and hit menopause, like it's a chemical thing where <laughs> they just don't. A lot of women just don't feel like yep. that's something that they're regularly capable of any longer. What kind of females do you guys hang that's out That's menopause, with? Jeanette. Like, that's literally a thing. I have friends who are currently going through menopause, and they tell me they're... I'm throwing stuff around. They tell me that they've <laughs> never wanted things more. Yeah, but you really? don't have... Well, you, I think your friends aren't 82 years old either. Yeah. I, I, I will say this, and... 
I'm sorry to Vivi if she's listening right now, but when I hit 82... I'm going to give her some books or something. I just don't know. Like, honestly, at that point, at that point, because I like her company, I'll be like, you know what? Give her some money. Go find yourself something good. <laughs> I need to go find her for like a passion party or something. Like that, I'll have no problem with that because I'm 82 years old, guys. Are you still 82 and capable of doing that? Yeah, 888-760-3776. 3776 Man or woman, have you hit 82 years of age and you're still capable of doing that? Because I just don't foresee the way my trajectory is going. <laughs> That's in the cards for me. 888-760-3776. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't plan on getting married anytime my, my soon. Poor, but this oh, is like... my poor dad. My poor dad just texted me. Seriously, you're talking about this two weeks before I turn seventy. <laughs> dad, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I also don't want to know your current situation with well, that. Well, you, you you ask the public <laughs> for an opinion, and oh, I think man, getting it from Mr. King Lavica himself. Uh, King Lavica. You don't have to boost his ego more than it's boosted. He knows that he has spawned no. a generational talent. Oh, remember, yeah. I'm supposed to go eat hot dogs with him and put ketchup on top of it in front of him, and I can't wait for that moment. Uh, Ricky messages, I'm retired at 45. What? <laughs> is he single? Is he hey, married? Hey, like, he, no, I hey, need context to hey, all of these weird-ass answers. Just like, just, I mean, just like, 45? here's the thing. Maybe he's Brady. Maybe he's like Brady. He thought he'd accomplish everything that they, he needs mm. to accomplish, and then he'll spend three months, and then he'll say, you know, I'm back in the game. Yeah. You never yeah. know. But also, uh, Mr. Levick, if you're out there listening, call in let us know. No, um, please. What's yes, going yes, on? Yes, absolutely. No, 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 no. no. That's a terrible idea. No, well, you, you're the one who started it. You opened up the phone line. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen, and she's going to be going strong until she's put in the wooden box. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the wooden Saddle box might be something buddy. else, too. Yeah, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. If you're just joining us, it's a celebratory day for Stone Lebanowitz. His quarterback son, Baker Mayfield, once again back on top of the football world. What are the chances Baker Mayfield has a starting job going into next year? If you uh, were making me place odds on it? Yeah. Mm. Like, do percentages. All right, so a percentage, I would say 60% chance. 60? See, I'd say, like, 30. Okay. Like, I think we went from him possibly, like, not having a team going into next year to him absolutely being at least a backup next year. I think it's going to be, like Stone said earlier, these next four games for him. Sure. I mean, I mean a lot. Means so much in answering that question. Like would his the- name is back out there, and he proved himself to be a potential starting quarterback. It, like it, questions are going to be raised for a team like the Houston Texans. Do we take Bryce Young with the number one overall pick, or do we bring in a Baker Mayfield? Or the Lions? Do we stick with Jared Goff? The Giants? Do we stick with Daniel Jones? Like I think with enough teams, the percentage would raise a little, a little bit. Yeah, I, I wonder if he goes three and one though. Do the Rams just sign him and say you're the backup behind Matt for this final year? Or do you have one of those teams? And I think the Lions are now married to Jared Goff. Like I've seen I've seen a lot of Twitter conversation where people are saying it's amazing how the Lions won that trade. Well, I mean, Matt Stafford did win a Super Bowl. Yes, Jared Goff 
is playing better as of late, but I don't think they would go get Baker Mayfield. Houston would make sense. Um, I mean, the way things are going, New Orleans. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. With, but with Jamie's on the bench, it makes things weird. I'm going to throw this out there, but the Bill Belichick bringing in another project. If you don't want to stick it out with Mac Jones, mm. he did it with Cam Newton. That that's was much. Not bad. I actually don't that's dislike it. Yeah, I, Jeanette and I looked at each other, and yeah, you know what, Stone, that's not terrible. It's it's not as crazy as bringing in Cam Newton. To be completely honest with you, no, you're right. You're right. Um, Denver can't because <laughs> Denver they're, can't. They're, they're married to to Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. so they can't do anything. They're married, but sleeping in like separate rooms <laughs> next season. <laughs> They've no, so, no literal twin beds in uh, the same right, room. in the same room. They've got the twin beds. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Uh, at what age does that happen? By the way, what um, a, a married couple ends up separating the beds. What do you mean? Yeah, what like, do you that's mean? A thing. That's a thing sometimes. What? Like, I think there are you times where what? a couple gets old enough like where they're just like, hey, I mean, we love each other, but this ain't happening anymore. This like physical thing ain't happening anymore. I'm and you want your own your own real estate to sleep in. I, I've, I, I mean, I, there are married couples that hit a certain age, not like 40, but I'm talking like, I don't know, 65, 70, and <laughs> just, you have your own deal. Yeah. Why get married? Right, but it doesn't mean you have to sleep in the same bed. Now, I, I understand if you are on one of those oxygen, like ventilator masks, you know, where you have the oh, whole thing. In and you're, room that's not sure. a ventilator, I know, first of all. But that's you, like an oxygen mask. No, yes. he's thinking of like Darth Vader kind no, of situation. I, I think so, you know. The thing to prevent <laughs> snoring and stuff. You know, the chicken, oh. the rotisserie spinner thing. You know, it's just something that, <laughs> Wait, like, like, if you don't want all that real estate taken up in your bed, yeah, you move on over there. But uh, You mean a, like a, a sleep apnea machine? Yes, yeah. I do. How is that a chicken rotator thing? Wait. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I Hell that sometimes yeah. married couples get to a certain age and they just um, separate their beds. I'm already terrified of marriage, but now it makes even less. But wait, sense. let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. By the way, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. The Dominican Queen Jeanette Javier Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. Wouldn't you like? All right, say you meet a a striking handsome man, Jeanette, and. You get married and you have babies and what? good times and you put them out into the world. Uh, Stone, Sounds you like and you and just take that next step mm. and and uh, you, you build a family and then they're they put, started. Those kids are out into the world and uh, and and then you hit like age 68, 69, 70, 71 years old and you know, the love is still there. You can't imagine your life without this person, right? But obviously, as you get up there in age, the, the physical nature of the relationship is not there anymore. What? It is more just an appreciation of that person and being in that person's company. And you realize, hey, you know what? I'm getting old. I'm getting old, and I need to do something for me. And if that requires me having a bed to myself, we can still be in the same room. But you can separate said bed and have more room and and uh, more opportunity to sleep better. And maybe it's better for your joints and for your impending bone issues. I don't know. So going back to if this is just a physical thing, mm-hmm. or is it? Just I'm talking like, about sex. Okay. <laughs> Did it just get boring for you? No, or, you get old. Or like, I, yeah, it just doesn't. No, you get old. Work. Right, it doesn't but work But there's anymore. like pills and things to help if I get married. I understand that, but not for an 80-year-old man. I'm really for... sorry to the guy I get married to because I plan on doing the damn thing until I die. All right, and that's fine, but some people don't. For some people, right. I think, like, not everything's predicated upon getting it in, Jeanette. Oh. 
I know. I, Jeanette, that's a foreign thing to Jeanette. I find. I understand that. That's fine. That's good. But that's such a big that's part good. of a relationship. No, and, and for you, absolutely. And there's a lot of people like you, but I'm saying for some people, I don't think maybe it necessarily is. You know, what they like to do is like they, in those commercials for, for um, um, uh, Temp- enhanced health, uh, as an old person, you have a bathtub on a balcony overlooking a lake. And like, that's what you want to do. You want to sit in a bathtub and hold hands and maybe read a book. And, like, and do that's other things life. in that hot tub overlooking the lake. I thought you were going... <laughs> Absolutely! Ken, I thought you were going the route of the bed that kind of split in half where you can lean it up with the remote or lean it down. Well, that or, would be part of it. Absolutely. Right. That's kind of having your that own makes, real estate. Uh, makes, I'd like one of those now. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> well, that also makes things a little more fun, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, j- j- I, so, I'm like... Jeanette, Jeanette is absolutely the target for those commercials to maintain at age 65 or above. Oh, men, the first one. men, the pressure is going to be on. The pressure is going to be on Time with Jeanette in an old age. Whatever scrotum, doctor. <laughs> Time to get you on something. Oh, uh, Jeanette, you are absolutely out of control right now. Oh, man. I'm just shook by that. Like, there's <laughs> marriages that you just stop doing it? No, that's not what happens. But then I'm why saying. Are you saying you but it's not nice. it's not a marriage thing. It is an age thing. Sometimes you just get to an but age where to fix that. I understand that, but what if you have a bad back? What if there's different ways to do no, it? No, Ken's right. What if like you're just it is like it just it's just not in the books. And sometimes when you get old enough, I'm gonna buy like, you guys Jeanette, some books. Jeanette, when 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 women hit a certain age and hit menopause, like it's a chemical thing where <laughs> they just don't. They, a lot of women just don't. Feel like yep. that's something that they are regularly capable of any longer. What kind of females do you guys hang? That's out menopause, with? Jeanette. Like that's literally a thing. I have friends who are currently going through menopause, and they tell me they're. I'm throwing stuff around. They tell me that they've <laughs> never wanted things more. Yeah, but you really? don't have. Well, you, I think your friends aren't 82 years old either. Yeah, I, I, I will say this, and. I'm sorry to Vivi if she's listening right now, but when I hit 82... I'm going to give her some books or something. I just don't know. Like, honestly, at that point, at that point, because I like her company, I'll be like, you know what? Give her some money. Go find yourself something good. <laughs> I need to go find her for, like, a passion party or something. Like that, I'll have no problem with that because I'm 82 years old, guys. Are you still 82 and capable of doing that? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Man or woman, have you hit 82 years of age and you're still capable of doing that? Because I just don't foresee the way my trajectory is going. <laughs> That's in the cards for me. 888-760-3776. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't. I know. don't. I don't plan on getting married anytime my, my soon. Poor, but this oh, is like... my poor dad. My poor dad just texted me. Seriously, you're talking about this two weeks before I turn seventy. <laughs> dad, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I also don't want to know your current situation with well, that. Well, you 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 ask the public <laughs> for an opinion, and oh, I think man, getting it from Mr. King Lavica himself. Uh, King Lavica. You don't have to boost his ego more than it's boosted. He knows that he has spawned no. a generational talent. Oh, remember, he, I'm supposed to go eat hot dogs with him and put ketchup on top of it in front of him, and I can't wait for that moment. Uh, Ricky messages, I'm retired at 45. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is he single? Is he hey, married? Hey, like, he, no, I hey, need context to hey, all of these weird-ass answers. Just like, just, I mean, just like, 45? here's the thing. Maybe he's Brady. Maybe he's like Brady. He thought he'd accomplish everything that they, he needs mm. to accomplish, and then he'll spend three months, and then he'll say, you know, I'm back in the game. Yeah. You never yeah. know. But also, uh, Mr. Levick, if you're out there listening, call in. Let us know. No, um, please. What's yes, going yes, on yes, absolutely. in your life? No, 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 no. no.
That's a terrible idea. No, well, you, you're the one who started it. You opened up the phone line. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen, and she's going to be going strong until she's put in the wooden box. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the wooden Settle box might be buddy. something else, too. Yeah, I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.